Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I D O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. What's up, guys? Welcome to I Do Podcast, where we interview the world's leading relationship, marriage, dating, and self-help experts. 
If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And today we welcome Malini Batia from Marriage.com. And Malini is a co-creator with her husband of Marriage.com. And it is the ultimate resource for everything marriage, from relationship advice to financial advice, the specifics things you need to know when you're married just it's like the encyclopedia of married life and Malini created marriage.com to give the ultimate resource for married couples and she has a ton of great information and today we zero in on work-life balance and particularly if you work with your spouse or you don't have to necessarily be married you could be even dating and working together but Certainly important to keep some perspective and have some ground rules for working together as a couple in a professional manner. So Sarah and I work on the podcast together and it's hard because we wear two different hats. We are married and husband and wife, parents, but then we're also business partners. And that can definitely be difficult at times. And Malini has a lot of great advice that's really going to help us navigate this area. And as always, we appreciate you guys so much for listening and supporting us. If you haven't done so already, please check us out on iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review. Also, in the show notes page, There are a couple links for you to help support us in other ways. One of those is Amazon.com. When you click on that link, we'll automatically get a small percentage of your orders on Amazon. AudibleTrial.com forward slash I do podcast. Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial when you sign up using our link. And there are a couple hundred thousand options on Audible Trial uh, of books, audiobooks, and we know that there are tons that our experts have recommended. So go ahead and go over to our website, check out some of the resources that our experts recommend, and then head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash I do podcast and pick out your free audiobook. And lastly, patreon.com forward slash I do podcast. You can contribute as little as $2 a month, um, but every little bit counts. So we appreciate you guys so much for helping supporting us. And today, stay tuned toward the end of the episode. We'll be playing you out with the song All I Need from the band The Hip Abduction, and it's from their album Gold Under the Glow. We hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, Malini. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. We've given our listeners just a little information about what you do. So why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself and why you enjoy helping people improve their relationships. Sure. So um, I am founder and CEO of marriage.com, which really is a website that provides expert advice, trusted resources, and positive information to support happy and healthy marriages. And I think, uh, you know, my passion for supporting people 
is what inspired the creation of marriage.com. Uh, just to give you a little background, um, prior to running marriage.com, I was uh, wearing many different hats in my parent company and I was working in uh, operations, finance and other departments. But, you know, my heart really was um, in in an area that would add meaningful value in people's lives and uh, really provide support to people. So uh, there was a phase in my life where people very close to my heart were really suffering in their relationships, uh, which it was either leading them to get a divorce, separate or just living with each other for the sake of it without being you know, emotionally or physically connected. And uh, it just so happened that around that time, my husband and I came across the opportunity to acquire marriage.com, which incidentally uh, at that time ran as a wedding website. Uh, so we decided that uh, rather than focus on uh, weddings, which is one day in a person's life, we we decided to acquire the website and change the focus completely from uh, weddings to marriage, which is a, a lifetime event for somebody. So uh, that that really is how um, marriage.com was uh, born. And um, Today, you know, we know that marriage as an institution really needs help. Uh, statistics show that nearly 50% of marriages um, in the United States end in a divorce. And uh, the numbers, if you really break them down, are alarming. Uh, it's a first, 41% of first marriages ending in a divorce, 60% of second marriages, and 73% of third marriages end up in a divorce. So clearly, there was, uh, there is a need um, uh, for a resource like this. And so I'd say that, um, you know, my desire to support people and, and the need for a resource is what uh, really led to the creation of marriage.com. Well, I love that story. And let me tell our listeners, I've been on your website and it mm -hmm. is the ultimate encyclopedia of everything for marriage. There's <laughs> so much great information. I mean, from everything to from the uh, finance side, to, like mm -hmm. just super specific to the the relationship side and, and everything in between, kids and it's it, you've done in, uh, some amazing work, and we're excited to have you share uh, your knowledge today. And I think we wanted to kind of zero in on work life balance in a relationship and you work with your husband with marriage.com and Sarah and I work together on the podcast and a few other things and it creates an interesting dynamic for the relationship. So can you talk a little bit about how you navigate that and the tools that you use with your husband? Sure. Uh, this is actually a very a topic which is really close to my heart. And, uh, I, you know, my husband, like you said, is my business partner as well. And uh, I'd say that uh, over the years uh, that we work together, there have been, um, been a lot of learnings and a lot of challenges. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it's been a very exciting and uh, rewarding journey uh, working together. And I think uh, what was I, I, when I look uh, back, I think what's important is to really uh, when you decide to go into a, such a work relationship with your spouse, it's important to sit down and talk about, uh, you know, whether you want to do this and you're going to be able to work with your spouse firstly, um, because if this partnership works well, then the benefits of this business relationship can really, really shine. Uh, but it takes commitment and a lot of compromise uh, at the same time. Uh, but I think in the end, it's it's a very fulfilling um, and a very rewarding experience to be working with your spouse to and share the same personal and business goals with somebody. So, but that being said, I think there are some things to keep in mind. Um, 
what what I uh, have learned over the years working with my husband is that um, it's worked for us when we really separate our areas of responsibility, divide work. So it gives us an opportunity to really work in our own areas without too much interference, um, you know, and um, and I feel like it helps to maintain a good working relationship and really it, and has helped us in our in our business to achieve uh, our goals. So I think that that has uh, been an important aspect. And uh, the other thing I've learned is really um, not to bring up personal issues um, uh, during business hours and uh, trying to conduct yourself in a professional manner. Uh, because I, I think personal arguments and conversations can really interfere with a smooth flow of work and really take away from business time. So that's something to be mindful of. Um, and then I'd say that, uh, you know, as um, a couple who works together, it's uh, there's a very natural tendency of bringing work back home. Uh, it, it's something that cannot be avoided because you both are passionate about your same business goals. But I think uh, some rules um, in the house uh, are important. Uh, for example, my husband and I have this rule of not bringing technology devices into the bedroom. So I think, uh, you know, initially it was difficult. You know, a natural tendency was to kind of, you know, um, uh, open up your technology devices. But we've we've made that rule and we're really happy we've been able to do that. We don't have a, even a television in our bedroom just so that we can use our bedroom as a time to focus on each other. So that's worked. Um, and I think um, just the f appreciating the fact that you are in a business together and you work together is important. It's important to enjoy this book. You know, go for an unplanned lunch, a quick coffee, a short walk. So that you can remind each other why you love being in business together. You know, it's 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 um it, it's something that you we have to appreciate and uh, express to our spouse. And um and 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 last but not least, what I'd like to say is that because we're spending so much time at home and at work together, it's also important to give um, a break sometimes. It's important to um, give some space and uh, you know um in, in involve each other in. Uh, personal interests which is which necessarily may not be a combined interest but you know to any kind of sports or hobbies that we like would like to pursue individually so give that time break and uh, so because you're getting a lot of time together uh, both at home and in the business so yeah so these are some of my learnings uh, I think over the years uh, working with my husband but I have to say that it's been um, while it's been uh, challenging initially uh, we've you know we've come to a, a place where we understand the dynamics and we're really, really appreciative of the fact that we have the same business goals. Absolutely. And I think, you know, all of those are, are hard to, to manage. Specifically for Chase and I, I feel the hardest one is not talking about business outside of the work mm -hmm. hours, like you mentioned. So mm -hmm. do you have any tips besides just saying, you know, after 6 p.m., no more business talk? You know, you know, like you said, it's hard to to not, but <laughs> obviously there has to be a compromise. So what uh, my husband and I have found what really works is there are going to be when you're in business, there are going to be days when you're really busy. There's a lot that you're overloaded with work. It helps to schedule time off, like take three days off where you're not discussing work at all. Maybe you get out for a little getaway. We do that a lot. Every quarter, we, we, we start the year by scheduling our vacations for every quarter because we know that it's going to be a stressful, you know, working together is a lot of work, but it's time for us to focus on our girls, on each other. So taking that time off, uh, scheduling it ahead of time and really making it happen uh, has, seemed, has seemed to be working uh, well for us. One of the things that we have also found difficult 
is separating the work relationship from so the other interesting thing is we work from home too Mm -hmm, so we don't mm -hmm. have like that third space where it is kind of like okay now we're in the professional environment but in, in any case it's hard to separate the work relationship from the uh romantic or from the marriage and right and it's like if i'm telling sarah something in a professional manner in relation to say the podcast in the sense that if she was a fellow coworker, sometimes it's just difficult to put that filter on of like okay now we're talking as coworkers, and you know it's you're wearing different hats but it's just so hard so do you have any tips especially from working from home that we don't have that third business space um to sort of navigate those different roles Yes, you know, I it's uh, I I completely relate to what you're saying. In fact, my husband and I work. Uh, we we do have an office space, but we work a lot out of home. We have a home office where we get into, and both of us are sitting together. There are times I found myself just breaking out into talking about the kids in the middle of like a you know intense discussion. But I think what. what between the two of us, if we set these rules, is you know we found ourselves both reminding us. Um, it's it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget. Uh, but I think if we both are mindful, we find ourselves reminding um, each other about uh, these rules, which has really helped uh, in the past. Also, I think um, I, I understand this. You know, no uh, separate space. Or you're, if you're working from home. It's difficult to uh, inculcate the professional uh, environment. I don't think necessarily you need to be in a suit to be sitting to be uh, professionally, uh, you know, to look professional. But I think just to just to be mindful, not to bring up issues that would, you know, take you away from work. Because, you know, ultimately the the goal, you're in it together and you're in it to, you know, uh, make most out of it. So just helping each other come back on track um, it, it has worked very well for the two of us. That's great advice. And and if you can just take the tools, like we talk about a lot of different things on the podcast, but communication being uh, probably Mm -hmm. the most common theme. And it seems like just take the tools of good communication and make sure that you're bringing that into the work relationship and then communicating and saying, okay, during these hours, let's not talk about the kids. Let's not talk about Mm -hmm this issue and, and sort of laying that out there. And, and once you kind of get into that habit, I imagine, and what we have found is it's been a lot easier. Yes, correct. You know, even we have rules for date nights too, that for date nights, we, we try and not talk about the kids or work. So I think just being firstly, you know, um, being recognizing that you have these rules uh, is the first step. Um, obviously, breaking them uh, happens, but just you know, supporting each other and maintaining these rules is, a, is you know, is, is a way that has worked for us. So we've talked about a husband and wife working together like we both do. What would you say to people that work separately, but that work-life balance is still a huge issue where maybe one partner works or they both work and they come home and you're stressed from work or you're thinking about work? How can a uh, our listeners navigate those different situations? You know, I uh, this is again a point which is very close to my heart, which I feel that, you know, um, in today's date, uh, people, we stress so much about managing time, you know, how much time you're spending with your spouse, how much time you're giving to your work, or how much time you're spending with your kids. But I think more than just managing time, I think it's about managing your energy. And uh, if if you can do, um, if you can do the same thing with 
positive energy with a high life condition um it's it's it, the results are way better because i feel like your um energy limits the amount of time that you're spending on anything so i think as a couple it is important or as a person it is important to keep in mind um to have a positive attitude and uh, e- even though um you know life is stressful there's a lo- there's a lot going on just to have that um th- uh, that in mind that you know i'm coming back home to my husband and my kids and i need to uh, be my best self just being mindful is what can um is can you know can change that situation and do you have any specific tips of maybe an exercise someone can do they had a stressful day at work and they don't want to bring that home you know i uh, personally i practice buddhism uh, i believe there are a lot of other uh, techniques like meditation uh, you know uh, to help you calm down and help you have a few uh, moments to get uh, together yourself and uh, present yourself in a manner that you would uh, consider best in front of your family we hear that a lot we talk about mindfulness and we've done mm-hmm. a couple of shows on just that and meditation can be such a powerful thing to sort of get you introspective, calm yourself down, get some perspective on things. And whether you're at home in an argument, it it can be so valuable to not let things escalate, to get in check with your emotions or when you're at work, you're stressed out and not bringing that home into your relationship. Correct. That I absolutely agree. So meditation has really helped me. And I think the other thing that uh that has been very close to my heart is um i i feel health and fitness uh i think uh, healthy marriages require um a couple to be fit and in good health and in general being healthy um, or fit induces joy in a relationship so that's the other thing that has i feel worked very well in the past um you know carving out that time for a workout starting your day on that note with meditation and a little bit of um you know healthy lifestyle has has helped maintain a good balance um that that we're looking for these days you talked about you have kids correct uh-huh. I have two two girls, uh, three and seven years old. Nice. And we have a, uh, a 16-month-old. And that, as you know, throws a whole new dynamic into a relationship. So we're talking about work and balancing that with the relationship. How do you balance work and kids in the relationship as well? So, um, like I said, um, you know, when we're, we're, try, when we're home, we try to be there with the kids um it's uh it's about my husband may spend a little more time i usually have a flexible time so i'm more available for the kids as far as the school activities are concerned but i think when we are present we uh are tr- try to be all there um he works very long hours i work long hours but um i think the what we've made uh, in short is that when we're with our kids we're you know it's about being in the moment 100% and uh, i think the other thing that i mentioned earlier was scheduling some time off and that has really helped us because uh, just getting out of the city uh, away from work with the kids really gives us that quality time where we're able to bond with them so um that has been a, a great you know we're, we're looking to plan our ski vacation um in the in the next week and those four days is just going to be time with kids and us so that these are the things that you know we strategies we we kind of employ to um to spend time with our kids and to invest in them 
Besides uh, meditation in the morning, do you have any routines that you do um, for getting ready for the day or like specific times that you feel um, you're able to get the most work done with at, while being at home with the kids if, if you are having to work while they're there? Uh, I, I do think uh, I do think morning times are the best, but then it's it's very um, I kind of it's it's a fine line. It's about in, uh, keeping your child engaged. Um, I've been in the situation where my kids were very young, and I've worked out of home. Try to work at times when uh, you know uh, time it around their nap time, or uh, you know when they're sitting uh, alone time with their books. Um, it is it is a challenging situation to have your toddler um, you know uh, roaming around the house, and you're trying to get you know and uh, some serious work done. But I think um, in the it's it's a challenging time initially. It all kind of phases out and becomes easier over the years. Um, I think the, the strategies to employ the first few years is just kind of steal the time that you get uh, when they are uh, napping or when they have some time, get some time off. Uh, and I think, you know, it's difficult initially, but it all gets better. You know, it all gets easier over, over time. I've heard that and I hope so. <laughs> it will. It As of right now, you know, she's sleeping and it's, you know, we're lucky that we're able to do these interviews around her nap time. But right. I'm basically with her, you know, in the mornings and then the afternoons. And when it's time to put her down for bed, when another free time I could potentially get some work done, I'm usually done for the day. So I know, <laughs> I know. I've, I've totally relate to that, yeah. been there, done that. But I honestly think, you know, these are the first few years. One tip I'll give you is to completely enjoy this time. You know, this really, I mean, I'm sure you've heard a lot of people say that it doesn't, it goes by very, very fast. My daughter's three now and I, I'm actually missing the whole toddler age. So it goes by fast. I know it's, it's kind of comes in the way and at that time it's overwhelming, but um, uh, I assure you it gets better over, over time. And, uh, and, and there will be a time when you look back and say, oh my God, my little baby's gone. I know. <laughs> we just did that the other day. We're like, she's growing up so fast. Past, you know, yeah, I but know. I wouldn't change it for the world. So, <laughs> yeah, no, we're blessed that we have kids, and you know, they bring so much joy into our lives. And I think they just make us work harder. And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of um, positivity in the house because of them. So we really, I mean, we all who have kids must appreciate that fact. I think the toddler years are probably the hardest because. They are more dependent. They don't really play by themselves. Mm -hmm. And especially we work from home and she's home. So she's not going to preschool or anything. So any parents out there, we feel your, uh, I don't want to say pain, but maybe frustration. And, yes. and you mentioned in what I've kind of taken the perspective of is it makes us work harder because mm -hmm. it's, it's made me manage my time better because before we had a kid working from home you know i'm in my pajamas all day just hanging out and i do work whenever i need to but now like right now she's sleeping knock on wood and mm -hmm. it's like all right we gotta work like mm -hmm. we have if we're lucky <laughs> two hours to get things done and in that time i'm i'm super productive whereas you know you just have an open timeline and and then it's way easier to procrastinate. So I would encourage people to to look at the positive and be like, all right, mm -hmm. I, I got to be more productive with my time. And and you mentioned earlier what I like too is it's not so much it can be managing your time, but managing your energy. And and that's an important thing to remember as well. 
Yes. And I think like, you know, in, in that one hour, if you go, if you get to it with a positive attitude and with that goal that you just talked about that, you know, I'm going to get this done. I think, you know, something that takes somebody three hours can be done in an hour if you really go with that mind that I'm you know what this is going to be I'm going to do this right and I'm going to do it now so um I it's it all gets better over a period of time when the kids grow up and uh I think it's it's a lot to do with the attitude when you're raising kids people get overwhelmed but I I think it's a lot about you know appreciating the fact and uh, and 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 creating those goals uh my husband and I like I said we we were in business in our first few years when we had the little one I, I remember uh, uh, an incident when uh, we were trying to work and um, the baby was crying. And I, I went to my husband, very frustrated. I was like, the baby's crying. I, I don't know what to do. And he was like, he was working on a very important business um, uh, project that time. And he was like, my baby's crying too. So, you know, we both <laughs> laughed and we realized that, you know, we're in this together and there are going to be ups and downs. And it's, it's what's important is that, you know, you have each other and you do understand each other's goals. And uh, that that's something to be really, really happy about. I love that. Important to keep that perspective. And like you said, enjoy the time because as new parents, we are realizing it just flies by. Mm-hmm. So are there any other major work-life balance issues that you see happening in marriages, in relationships that we didn't cover? You know, I think we've covered most of it. I feel like um, in terms of work-life balance, I, like I mentioned, the energy, using techniques like meditation and anything that works for you. I, I Like I said, I practice Buddhism. My husband has been meditating. So these are the things that have really helped us, keeping rules, um, you know, being mindful about your kids' needs. I think this has helped uh, us in maintaining. I think we've mostly covered everything that uh, that is important. I think it's important uh, personally. It's because I'm always thinking, and I'm very Type A, and 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 a lot of energy when I when I go into a project to have that time away from the work role, and and you know we'll be watching a show after dinner, and the baby's asleep, and I think of something <laughs> with related to business, and I I just want to talk about it, and I think that's okay every once in a while, but really having a a time for work and then a time to be away from it is mm-hmm. is valuable correct because you know that's one of the ways you um you're actually uh, you're showing respect to your relationship as well you know you're you're invested in it and uh, it, it takes practice like you said earlier but once you get there you realize that you're able to give each aspect of your life, your your work, your your relationship, everything 100%. And, and it comes over time. Well, I love all this information. We are definitely going to be able to use it in our relationship and putting out this podcast. Now it's time to move on to the lasting love round. Okay. What is one tool or practice our listeners can use on a daily basis to help improve their relationship? So I think uh, one of the things um, couples can do on a daily basis is just, like I said, uh, be mindful of that little things count. Before you get out of bed in the morning, I think it's important to take a few seconds for a good morning kiss. I think it's important to tell your spouse that you appreciate them. Because like I said, it's really these little things that uh, words like thank you, please, or just turning off your cell phone when you're having a meal together, it just shows affection, shows you invested in the relationship, shows that you care. So that would be my one tip. 
So we know marriage.com is the ultimate resource. Like I said, I've been on it. It's amazing. Are there any other books or resources you could recommend for listeners who want to improve their relationships? I feel like marriage.com is 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 a is a great it's like the first step for anybody who's speak, uh, seeking advice and guidance on them on uh, on marriage and the site is really like your confidant where you have access to um insight and experts but it's also important for people who don't have the resources to seek a therapist so i uh, it really does encompass uh, uh, all aspects of a marriage and sometimes people are not uh, comfortable talking about their um, issues with their friends and family so i think res- uh, looking at online resources uh, like marriage.com uh, it, it can be very beneficial uh, to a relationship great well we'll be sure to add uh, your website marriage.com onto your show notes page thank you We've been married for two years now. Is there any advice you would give newlyweds? Um, yes. Uh, what I would say is that, um, you know, um, the initial years of uh, your marriage, the, the the engagement, the wedding, the honeymoon are all happy times. Um, there's a lot of passion and a lot of excitement during that phase of your life. But over the years, uh, you know, um, things uh, get real. Uh, you get tired with work, with chores, and uh, you, when you, ha- if you have kids, then you get really, really tired. Uh, things like money, stress, responsibilities, everything comes in the way. So I think it's important to um, to really focus on the little things. Um, it's important to show gratitude to your spouse for really uh, being who they are and for being uh, in your life. Uh, to use the words thank you often with them. Uh, also, I think honesty in a couple is very important because uh, the more you kind of stuff down your true feelings, uh, the more resentment you feel. So, and, and, and I do feel that resentment is a foundation of a toxic relationship. So it's very important to talk about issues that are bothering you in your, in your marriage. And um, one of the things that, uh, that you know, that one has to be done is compromising. Um, compromising is, is key to sustaining a relationship in a healthy manner. And not just compromising for the act of it, but really using a respectful tone and, and positive words uh, amongst each other. This really is the essence of, of true love. Um, and I think uh, lastly but not least is that um, quality time uh, with each other is very important. And, and studies have shown that it's one of the uh, most enjoyable ways to keep a marriage strong and healthy. So we know you're the mastermind behind marriage.com, but... What advice would you give single listeners looking for a happy relationship? Um, what I'd say is that um, it's in, while love is the foundation of uh, any marriage, it is very important to respect your partner, uh, and that would be my, you know um, that would be one of the top advice. It's at any given time in a relationship, it is very important to show um, show respect. So this is uh, this would be my one uh, you know one a piece of advice. Well, that's great information you've given us and our listeners today. So let's wrap up by having you tell our listeners where they can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Thank you. So the website is called marriage.com. Um, uh, and uh, that would be great for anybody who is looking for uh, advice, uh, expert advice, or positive information related to marriage. Our listeners can find all the information and links to today's episode on idopodcast.com. Go to the podcast tab and you'll be in the archives. And again, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, 
Sarah here. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so through Patreon, Amazon, or audible.com. All the links are on the bottom of our show notes page on idopodcast.com and in the description for this episode. Also, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe on iTunes. We appreciate it so much. Thanks.
You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.